0: This is a Squeeze podcast, We're your shortcut to being informed.
1: Good morning, this is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris.
0: And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Friday the 13th of May.
1: In your sport today, the Rugby World Cup is coming down under, Cameron quits the Giants, The Super Classico is cancelled and the Rich List is out. This is your Sport Today. We're kicking off the last show of the week with the rugby news. Last night in Dublin, World Rugby confirmed Australia will host the Men's Rugby World Cup in 2027 and the Women's Rugby World Cup two years later. Loose, Australia were the only candidate in the running, but still, it's all official now.
0: Thankfully, there were no last-minute hiccups (laughs) last night and Australia secured it. And it means we'll host the Men's World Cup for a third time. We've had it here in 1987 and 2003, but we've never hosted the Women's World Cup. We don't have a lot of details on the women's event, but we know the Men's World Cup will have 20 teams, 48 matches, and be played over seven weeks, somewhere between eight and 10 venues. There are three stadiums in the running for the final, the MCG, Opta Stadium in Perth, and Accor Stadium in Sydney that hosted the 2003 final. We'll find out where the final will be at the end of year
1: yeah we don't have to wait too long to find that out uh, we also found out last night that England will host the 2025 Women's World Cup and the USA will host the 2031 men's and 2033 women's events as well now as for what the World Cup will do for rugby Australia loose they're projecting some pretty big things
0: Yeah, like any major event, the two Rugby World Cups are expected to create jobs, attract tourists and give the economy a big old injection. Rugby Australia forecasts 2 million tickets will be sold, more than 200,000 international visitors will come for a look, 14,000 jobs will be created and there will be a $2.8 billion economic impact. That last part is important because it's been well documented how Rugby Australia failed to make the the most of the profits from the 2003 World Cup, and last year borrowed $14 million from World Rugby to get them through the pandemic.
1: Yeah, Rugby Australia Chairman Hamish McLennan called it a game changer for rugby in Australia and a a once-in-a-generation opportunity to revitalise and secure the future of the sport. We've got a big decade coming up with cricket, basketball, football and Rugby World Cups and then of course the Olympics in Brisbane in 2032. So much to look forward to, Luce. Today's trivia question brought to you by the Union Live app. What is the Men's Rugby World Cup trophy called? Help us out, Luce.
0: Well, it's got a nickname and it's Bill.
1: Mm, that sounds like an Aussie nickname to me, Luce. Uh, find out the answer <laughs> at the end of the show. To AFL news now and the GWS Giants are looking for a new coach. That's because Leon Cameron announced yesterday that this weekend's game against Carlton would be his last in charge of the club. Uh, Luce, this is a bit of a surprise.
0: Well, Cameron was off contract at the end of the year, and he and the club had said they wouldn't talk about his future until after the season. Cameron made the decision to quit on Tuesday, just days after he called the Giants boring following their loss to Geelong. Cameron has been at the Giants for nine seasons and took them to their first grand final in 2019, which they lost to Richmond. All the focus is now on who replaces him. And the main candidates so far are Alistair Clarkson, Ross Lyon, Nathan Buckley and James Hurd.
1: Yep, there are plenty of former and current coaches who have been linked to the job. But Cameron's last game will be on Sunday against the Blues at home at Giants Stadium. To Cricket Now and Australia's tour of Sri Lanka next month is a bit up in the air at the moment because of the political unrest in the country. Loose Cricket Australia says they're keeping a close eye on it.
0: Yeah, and as of yesterday, they say there are no changes to the tour schedule. The reason for the concern is the economic crisis in Sri Lanka and the violence because of it. There is a food, fuel and medicine shortage in Sri Lanka and its prime minister has resigned in part because of the protests. Australia's Department of Foreign Affairs and Trade, better known as DFAT, advises Australians to reconsider travelling to Sri Lanka. DFAT has the same advice for Pakistan where Australia's men's cricket team successfully toured earlier in the year.
1: Yep, it is very much a wait-and-see situation at the moment. Uh, the Aussie squad is set to travel to Sri Lanka in three weeks for a full tour of T20s, ODIs and a couple of test matches. About an hour after we finished yesterday's show, Aussie coach Ange Postacoglu was celebrating. Loose, I think he might be still celebrating actually because his side Celtic won the Scottish Premiership.
0: I hope he's still celebrating. He deserves (laughs) it and Posta and They just needed to draw yesterday's game against Dundee United and that's exactly what Celtic did. The one or result means they are four points in front of Rangers with a game to go so they can't be caught. It's Celtic's 10th title in 11 seasons and Posta played a big part. The one year they didn't win was last season when Rangers finished 25 points in front of them. So the club hired Posta Coglu, but a lot of fans and former players questioned the decision after a slow start to the season, but they've all gone quiet now. Celtic is on the 31-game unbeaten run in the league, and Ange has another trophy.
1: Yep, he's got a couple now with Celtic, uh, and it's a big result for the club for a few reasons, but the most important one is that they'll be back in the UEFA Champions League next season, which means the club will make plenty of extra money. Let's stick with football, but this time there are no celebrations. Uh, That's because next month's game between Brazil and Argentina at the MCG has been called off. uh, Loose, fair to say the Victorian government isn't happy about this.
0: Well, Victorian Sports Minister Martin Pakula said that he was pretty pissed off, so he doesn't seem impressed. The South American countries were meant to play on June 11 as a makeup game for a World Cup qualifier that had been postponed because of COVID. Both teams have already qualified, so it was going to be a friendly to help them prepare for the tournament in Qatar. But Argentina has said it is no longer prepared to travel to Australia for the match. Pakula called it really poor form by Argentina and that he'll now think twice about working with Argentina again in the future. The Super Classico, as it's called, was one of the biggest international matches in the world, and stars like Lionel Messi and Neymar were expected to be coming for the match, but now that's not happening.
1: Yeah, and about 60,000 tickets had already been sold and fans will be refunded their money in full, and that's whether or not a new match will be scheduled. If you've ever had a pub debate with a mate about who the richest athlete in the world is these days, well, we can sell it for you right now. It's NBA champion LeBron James Luce. Tell us who else made the rich list.
0: A lot of American basketballers (laughs) made the list. Sport business company Sportico published the top 100 highest earners for the past 12 months. 36 NBA players have made the top 100, and right at the top, as you said, Sam, is LeBron. He's estimated to have earned $184 million in the past year. At 37 years old, this is the most he's made in 12 months, and $130 million of that is from his many endorsement deals. There are 10 different sports represented on the list. Basketball, American football, soccer, and baseball make up 86 of the spots. There are no Aussies on the list but Ben Simmons would have made it had he played this year. Only two women made it onto the list, tennis star Naomi Osaka and Serena Williams. But Sam, there was a cricketer. Virat Kohli sits in the 61st spot with a smidge under $50 million.
1: A win for cricket, uh, I'll tell you the top five. LeBron, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo, Neymar and boxer Canelo Alvarez. Uh, for the other 95, check out the link in the episode notes uh, and you get the full 100. 100. Time for Catch This, the stuff that's coming up or what's caught our eye and loose. It's a big weekend of football. What are you watching?
0: Well, the finals of the A-League start this weekend with the elimination finals. First up, Western United take on Wellington Phoenix at 7.45 p.m. tomorrow. And then on Sunday, Adelaide United take on Central Coast Mariners at 4.05 p.m. And you can watch them both on Paramount Plus and Channel 10.
1: Yep, the A-League men's season coming to a close. Uh, for me, I'm getting up extra early on Sunday morning to watch the FA Cup final. It's Liverpool against Chelsea. That one kicks off at 45 am Australian Eastern Standard Time on Sunday. Watch that one on Paramount+. Uh, all right, as for today's trivia question, brought to you by the Union Live app. Download that for all your super rugby scores, news and stats. What is the name of the men's Rugby World Cup trophy? Loose. Its nickname is Bill.
0: Yeah, it's nicknamed Bill, but it is called the Webb Alice Cup.
1: Named after the founder of rugby, William Webb Alice, or Old Bill to the Aussies. Uh, all right, that is us done for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a great weekend. Catch you on Monday.